Young adults serve in many key positions and places of leadership in our world today, whether military or government, you name it. But what about the church? Do they have a place in your church? Do you have to wait until you are seasoned to serve on Ministry in Motion? We will address the world of young adults in the church through the eyes of a young adult pastor, Bernie Anderson, next. Pastor Anderson, Bernie, hey, if I may. Absolutely. You work you with young adults. I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> Glad to have you on Ministry in Motion. Thank you so much. Good to be here. You work with young adults. You know, we're hearing all of these statistics, mm. trends, and it happens in different places around the world. The young adults are leaving the church. Mm, yeah. um, do you find that to be true? Well, yeah, to a certain extent, it is true. I, okay. I, there, we do have a bit of an exodus, mm -hmm. um, but I don't believe that they're necessarily leaving God. Um, mm. I do believe that there's a, uh, probably a tendency not to come into the, 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 the building of the gotcha. church or to associate with the sort of the institution of the church. Mm -hmm. But there is a desire to spiritually grow and to spiritually develop and to, um, to express compassion and love and to... Mm and to have a community that they're a part of. Uh, all those things are what young adults want to be about. And to a certain extent, the, all those things are an expression of the church. So yeah. maybe they're leaving what we've always traditionally known as the church, mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily leaving faith or God, if you, if, if you ask me. Okay, so what if, what if a pastor wants to engage them that maybe has not before? or a church wants to connect in the community with young adults who may live there. You take the urban communities, uh, uh, young adults are, are moving back in with gentrification and all of this going on. What would you say should be the first important step in raising the level of community connections, uh, young adult involvement in the church? Yeah, I, a big part of it is just to sort of go to where young adults are, in a sense. The, the idea that they're going to come to us and sit mm -hmm. in our pews and be at our church every time the doors open is just kind of uh, naive. But okay. if you can go to where they are, if you can um, go to the coffee shops where they, where they frequent, if you can go yeah. to the, the places kind of where they hang out, then there's a greater chance that you can grow, build a connection, build a relationship, and um, where there's a, a solid spiritual leader, a lot of times young adults will, will follow, even mm. though they may not agree with everything you even say, sure. or even, even practice the same lifestyle that you do. Yeah. The, if, if they find an authentic spiritual leader, um, they, they will have a tendency to be drawn to that leader. Mm. And then from there, you know, then it, from there, it's a matter of how do we direct them towards a relationship with, with Christ. And uh, it, so it's, it's a process of doing life together okay. with a lot, a lot of young, young adults. And they'll follow you into whatever area in the, in the mm. city. Uh, they'll travel across, you know, the seas and the oceans <laughs> to serve wherever um, if indeed they, they see you as a solid spiritual leader. You've been working with young adults for a while. In fact, 
Uh, you work in a Seventh-day Adventist church, and this is your specific role. Am yeah. I correct? Yep, absolutely. So uh, I want to talk to you about what you've learned. Is relationship important yeah. to young adults? Oh, man, it's, it's huge. It, it, if you can build significant relationships with young adults, I mean, that, mm -hmm. that is where you see spiritual development uh, take place. It's in the context of relationship. And in fact, all of the studies show us this. All the people who study these things, they mm -hmm. keep coming back around to our ability to be able to have a relationship with the young, with the young adult. Um, and that usually begins because they, um, they trust us. Okay. Um, there's something approachable about their spiritual leaders. Um, you're real with them. You're authentic. Authenticity is everything amongst yeah. young adults. You okay. just got to be real. Yeah, but you know, I mean, our churches are aging. You know, the baby boom generation. Do you have to be young like you <laughs> to <laughs> work you. with young adults? <laughs> Absolutely not. In, in fact, um, I, I think anyone what, at whatever age can be authentic, can be real. Okay. And in fact, I think it's more powerful when those who are older, if you will, and, and um, can be open and can be real. Um, mm. There's something that is attractive about their uh, wisdom and their experience when someone who has lived a while um, and knows a little bit more about life is just willing to kind of be open and honest about their, their failures, their successes. Okay. Uh, honestly, you know, be honest about the questions that they have about God and about faith. Yeah. All of those types of things are really, really attractive to young adults. Okay, what about this whole thing of spirituality? You know, we hear this generic spirituality today that prides itself in not being religious. Mm. Um, are young adults interested in spiritual things? And what about that journey can you share with us? Yeah, I, I, there's no question they're interested in spirituality. Okay. Um, it, it does get a bit more challenging when we get right down to biblical Christian spirituality. Because okay. it's a group typically that doesn't want to be exclusive. Mm. They don't want to, you know, exclude anyone. They want everybody to be accepted and be loved and be a part of the same group. Wow. And yet, if you are part of a Christian group, you might get the impression that not everyone is welcome. And not, so mm. they, they tend to shy away from sort of the institutional religion. Um, and they just sort of, it's almost like they kind of pick and choose and create their own <laughs> version of it, which isn't, isn't altogether healthy either. So yeah. it is a challenge. It is a leap to get to uh, personal convictions about, about true biblical Christianity. But again, it's a journey. And it's a journey. So, yeah. so I got to be real with you. <laughs> Are you chasing them on the journey? Are you waiting for them to come back on the journey? Um, how are you leading them as a pastor on that journey? Yeah, I, I think it's probably a little bit of both. I think it's, okay. I think it's a, there's a bit of pursuit. <laughs> there, no, no question about it. Um, and then there's also uh, invitation. You oh. know, come, be, okay. with, be with us here in this environment. And this, I take uh, young adults, you know, on mission trips, and that's an invitation. And very mm. often they, you know, they want to go and do something like that where they're going to serve other people. Uh, but then sometimes I need to go to where they are in a sort of a pursuit. And yeah. I invite myself to be a part <laughs> of their world. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a, a dance, if you will. Wow. But, but it's all worth it because I think, like those young adults, when you and I were young adults, mm -hmm. um, we had a bit of a journey, too. 
Sure. And, and maybe it looked a little bit differently than it does today, but arriving at the faith that we have right now was a journey for us. Sure. And there were probably times along the way where we kind of turned our back or did this thing or did this thing, but, you know, here we are. I'm learning some things, and I'm sure our viewers and watchers, uh, uh, our viewers and listeners are as well. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk to you about how engaged are parents in mm. young adults' lives, and I want to talk to you about this whole thing called authenticity. Mm. Stay with us. You're watching Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. We're talking with Pastor Bernie Anderson. And Bernie, when we left, we were dealing with the involvement of parents with young adults. Now, I got to tell you, I have an example of this. When I dropped my child, and both of my children now are in college, when I bought, dropped my children off, my wife and I, um, you know, some money stayed with them when we <laughs> left, and of course the school got a whopping amount of money. But when we deal with issues that relate to college, and we call the school about it because of some laws we can't get all of the information without our child's permission. I'm saying they're not paying the bill. What's going on here? So how involved as a pastor of young adults, do you find parents prying? Do you find that young adults want their space? You know, how has that whole thing worked out? Yes, yeah, probably it's a little <laughs> bit of both. Parents absolutely want to know what's going on with their young adults. You know, they want to know and yeah. they want to know um, what's going on with them spiritually in particular. Okay. Um, but some of the ways to try and understand that, are, it's very difficult because you can't, you can't look inside your child and know that they are a Christian. You can't look inside and, and know whether or not, you know, there's something spiritual going on. So Even if they're participating in spiritual even things. Even if they're participating in spiritual things. So hmm. they very well may be coming to church. They may be going to the Bible study on Friday night, but you still don't know. And here's the other thing about young adults. Um, mm -hmm they are very comfortable very often with contradictions. So mm. they may be able to talk about one thing that they would like to do in their lives, uh, but at <laughs> the same time, they live a different way. So, you know, sometimes that's a little, that, that throws you off uh, as to whether or not you can understand their spirituality. But parents absolutely want to know what's going on with their kids. Um, they expect maybe me as a, as a young adult pastor to know what's going on. <laughs> so they'll try to milk me for, for information. Sure. Um, but it's, it's a, a bit of a complex thing in, in some ways because there's something dynamic going on inside of them for sure. And um, if they've been raised in the church, then maybe they're wrestling with some of the things that they thought they believed, or maybe they just simply don't believe those things at all anymore. Yeah. And they're trying to come to grips with some of those, um, some of those realities that they're, they're facing now. So, hmm. yeah. You know, sometimes church can be perceived to have a culture of uh, passive aggressiveness mm. or phoniness, not being real. Yeah. Uh, how does that impact young adults? Do they like yeah. authenticity? Major, major turnoff. Major really? turnoff. Yeah, they don't do fluff. They they really okay. appreciate authenticity and and being real. And um, where they find that in a church, you'll tend to see them stay and invest mm. because they don't have time for phoniness okay. and authenticity. They want to be someplace where they can and and they'll actually 
um, they will settle for less quality as long as it's authentic. Wow. As long as it's real. You just said something. Yeah, there, I mean, because, you know, a lot of times churches want to do, you know, everything just right and perform and have everything, just, you know, right. very real. Right. But, or have everything just right. But mm -hmm. young adults will, you know, if it isn't high quality, but it's authentic, it's from the heart. Right. They're far more inclined to, to take it in. And, uh, I mean, maybe that's the, you know, we, we know now that reality TV isn't necessarily real, <laughs> but maybe that's the reason for a lot of popular reality TV is because they, they, mm. they like authenticity. Yeah. Or what they perceive as being authentic. Yeah. So, so once they stay in the church because they sense it's authentic and, and relationships are more authentic, uh, you know, what about this whole belonging and believing thing? Um, yeah. Once they have signed on to say, count me in, mm. uh, is it important to deal with their belief system or is it important to um, connect them more to belong or do both at the same time? Yeah, what, you, you got to do both, obviously. Okay. And, but it generally begins with belonging. If you can create a space where there's community and belonging, then you can challenge spiritually. But we kind of, I think it's true with anyone we're working with to try and help them grow spiritually, to help all of us grow spiritually, uh -huh. that you earn the right to speak into their spiritual journey. Mm. And that you earn that right by developing a trusting relationship with them. You can't just sort of expect it or even demand it. Okay. It's earned as you live with and do life with them and build trust. Man, I'm, <laughs> what's rising to the top of our conversation? is me taking my hat off to you because as a young adult pastor, it seems you gotta have patience. A ton of patience, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a marathon, it's, it's, a, uh, it's that journey, you know. But the long haul. It's the long haul, but there's, there's such incredible potential and it doesn't have to wait necessarily. Yeah. Along the way, you'll see, you'll see growth and you'll see, um, you, you, you have opportunities to engage young adults and to have them engage in leading the church and leading well. Enormous yeah. talent, skills, abilities, uh, creativity exists among our young adults, and we can mm. engage them now. And that, but just see that as this process of discipling and growing them along the way, and allowing them to become the, the spiritual leaders that, I mean, we know they can become. Yeah. But uh, let's not just abandon them on their own to do that. Let's come alongside and be a part of it with them. And you know, you know, young people serve in the military. I mean, you Absolutely. can be 18. Absolutely. Um, you you have all kinds of ways in which they can be engaged. But 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 working for the Lord, serving in His church. Uh, what have you found that are keys to their service? I ask a young person, a young adult, to do something. What will encourage them to say yes more than no? Wow, that's, that's a great question. I, I think part of it is um, really giving them a bit of freedom to operate outside the box, um, okay. giving them the freedom to be creative. Hmm. Um, as you mentioned, we, we, at 18, we can stick an M16 in the hands of, yeah. of a young uh, person and allow them to go fight a, a war. Mm -hmm. um, we should be willing to hand over the church to a certain extent. Sure. You know, to, to give the opportunity for a young person to, to lead and to create outside of the, of the norm. And it, I think often churches make the mistake of, I'm going to shove this young adult into a box that I've already created for them, and, and I want them to operate in that. Uh. I can't let them create their own box. And so <laughs> we, we really have to be courageous enough to allow them to, to lead. 
knowing yeah. full well that they may make mistakes. Sure. They may fall outside of the uh, the norm or the typical for dress, the or, dress, yeah, uh, approaches. Sure. May be totally different. Okay. But um, I think we've got to be willing to go there. Sounds like you're saying the risk is more important yeah. than maybe someone not taking that risk. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Awesome. If we're, if we're honest and we're doing it right, ministry involves risk. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do it. We gotta do yeah. it. But there's a great re reward in that as well. So. You know, I'm invigorated by your energy dealing <laughs> with young adults. Um, and before we leave the broadcast, we're gonna come back, but I just wanna share with you, you can't miss the next section. We're gonna look at what helps young people to be more engaged? Uh, what are young adults doing that keeps them staying? Next on Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. We're talking with Pastor Bernie Anderson about young adults and what is important to them. How can they stay in the church and be engaged in the church? So tell me, what are some things? I, I've, I, you know, we, we have this compassion movement in, in, in our division, um, but there may be other things going on in other divisions of the world church. What are some things you found out that, that help people, young people, stay in the church? Is compassion a movement that they want to connect to? Without a doubt. I mean, compassion and serving and engaging the most vulnerable people in the world, um, okay. that, that, is, that is huge. And it, and it doesn't have to be outside of their own neighborhood and community. They're more of a hands-on bunch. They want to mm. engage. They want to be around real people. They want to be outside the four walls of the church and be amongst people. And if there are people in need, in particular children, Sure. Um, I can I can probably you know I can gather a hundred young adult uh, volunteers if I'm going to go serve a community that is underserved in my neighborhood. With I, I don't even have to work very hard, you know. Gotcha. So so compassion is big. Um, if they if they perceive that their church is uh, very compassionate and gracious and uh, patient towards uh, people mm -hmm. uh, who are in need. That's a church that they'll stay in. They'll, they'll, really? They want a church that says, my church cares about real people. Nah. And um, that, that's the type of church they want to be a part of. There's that authenticity again, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what kind of service, projects, compassion, things can, can churches do, can pastors implement that young adults would be be attracted. Before you answer that, I, I'm, I'm, my mind is racing because this is a topic of re relevance for the church today. What are the ages? Who is in the category of young adults? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you have any suggested ages? Yeah. I, I, what we what's typically understood is 18 to like 28. But okay. But what happens is um, it, the cutoff comes if you start to have children. So if you start to have children, you get married, start to have children, then you kind of fall out of the category of young adults. So it's gotcha. primarily targeting 18 to 28-year-olds who are single fall into the official category. But, you know, it's... So, <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm not in that category, but I want to learn. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> so so how, how can a what, church, yeah, a pastor, yeah. 
attract them, uh, engage them? Yeah. Uh, what kind of compassion um, uh, acts can can they engage in that they will say, you know, this this resonates with me? Yeah, there's, there's multiple things, and I'm sure churches out there participating in in tons of different things. But there's mm -hmm. there are local you know uh, organizations that your church can take a group of volunteers for. Like every month in my church, we volunteer. We go. Uh, once a month, and mm. we'll we'll be at the Ronald McDonald House, and we'll interact with patients. We'll cook food for them, gotcha. or we may go to uh, a homeless shelter or some other uh, Union Gospel Mission uh, in downtown, uh, wherever you live. Mm -hmm. And so, those are hands-on. Uh, all you really have to do is show up, and the organization that's there mm -hmm. will will facilitate a serving opportunity for you. Yeah. Um, or there's stuff that you can just kind of create on your own. It, huh. Uh, young adults see a need. They say, "Hey, we want to we want to do something for these people." Gotcha. And and I'm more than happy to let them lead the way. And I'll provide some support. I'll throw some some resources their way. Sure. Say, "Hey, how do you want to serve? Uh, how do you want to serve these folks who are in need?" So sure. They have the capacity. They oftentimes they have resources. We we do a thing in our in our church that um, around Christmas time, okay. and um, it's designed specifically for young adults. To, to kind of pool their own resources. And this particular group is actually high school students. Huh. And they come up with all the money themselves. And mm -hmm. their parents are strictly told, you know, you can't just give your kid the money. And we're going to go to Walmart wow. or Target, and we're going to shop for presents for families in need in our community. So those kids have to bring their own money. And it's consistently overwhelming the, the amount of money that mm. these kids come up with to Amazing. buy presents for kids who are in need. So... They That's, have they have lots of you know they have lots of resources themselves. We just got to set them free, set them up uh, yeah. to be successful. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. You know the church is steady. Um, um, a lot of people come to church after Sabbath school. Mm. Uh, what are you doing that will attract young adults to want to study the Word of God in a group? Uh, is that something that works for them? Yeah, yeah, for for sure. It, what what tends to work um, is if you can, you know, create kind of a small environment, small groups. We okay. we try to do that as much as possible. Is create smaller environments where, um, and also there's a kind of a um, there's an opportunity to to dialogue, not so much a monologue. They gotcha. don't want to hear a sermon. Yeah. But they want to they want kind of a dynamic discussion about scripture and about God's word, mm. and they want to ask some questions. A lot of questions that probably make the church really, really uncomfortable sometimes. Hmm. And they're not necessarily looking to me as a pastor or for, to any pastor to have all the perfect little pat answers. Gotcha. They want to know that um, there's some stuff that, that hey, we kind of wrestle with. Hmm. And we're, we're trying to understand it ourselves. And I'm going to grow in my knowledge and understanding. So, so it's not just faith that's just sort of stagnant and stale. It's so a I dynamic see. faith. It's, it it's a it's a living faith, and God's word is a living word, hmm. and and we want to we want to honor that reality, and and we want we want our faith and our and our study to yeah. be very dynamic and very living and very and very uh, very powerful. So, I, I I see that as something that they're truly drawn to, and with relevant with relevancy, things okay. that matter to them. Sure. You know, how does the Bible speak into um, my life now? You mm -hmm. know, on the hard topics. Uh, Violence, war, sexuality, sure. you name it. You know, they want to talk about those things. What have you found uh, that they yearn for in the area of mentoring? Uh, wow. Do they want to be mentored? Uh, yeah. 
You know, what, 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 what would you say to young adult leaders, to, to uh, pastors who, who have these talented group of young adults yeah. and they're just, they're not engaged? Yeah. There's no question. You ask a question, they want to be mentored. It's true. There's no, yeah. they, they love the notion of someone investing in them, okay. coming alongside and offering guidance and support and, and spiritual nurture. Um, the, the challenge for me as a pastor, and I've been, I've made this mistake very often in my ministry, is I, I cast too broad of a net. I try gotcha. to try to reach too many at the same time, and I would challenge pastors um, to kind of focus in on one or two. Mm. These one or two, if I can, if I can mentor, if I can invest in them, if I can pour into them, that'll that'll reap benefits down the road because they're gonna they're gonna pour into some other people. They're gonna follow sure. the example, but. Um, Focus on a couple, maybe mm. maybe even just one, that you can uh, that you can help and that you can nurture, that you can mentor, and um, I think that yeah, there, there's no question that they um, they look for it, and it, it, it demands a certain bit of uh, you know building that relationship and earning some trust, but mm -hmm. it, there's certainly uh, there's certainly opportunities there for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for what you do with the young adults, and praise God for your pastoring them. And uh, we thank you for being with us today. Let's review what we've talked about on the subject of reaching and connecting with young adults. First, relationship building is crucial. Then spirituality is a journey, not simply an agreement or an event. Then thirdly, they value authenticity. This is very real to them. Number four, Belonging to a community is important. Number five, compassion is a huge thing with young adults. They love to serve other people. Lastly, mentoring makes a huge difference. We're so glad you've joined us. Thanks for watching Ministry in Motion.